like always, just to remind us, uh, as we always need reminders, uh, what life is about, because one of the challenges of life is, and probably the most um, central theme of the Yetzirah for each and every one of us is to forget uh, what life is about. That's why Olam is Melash and Helam, Ne'elam is to be hidden. The world um, and the Yetzirah wants us to forget what life is about, to be busy, especially in our generation where, where the busyness and the distractions are the greatest uh, probably that, that it's ever been, the distractions, the amount of ways that a person can be distracted. I can't imagine what it was a hundred years ago um, when uh, there were no, uh, not as many distractions, or 50 years ago, to be honest, as, as I've said many times, right, there used to be a time where people went into a car and they got into a car with other people and uh, they actually spoke to each other or they actually... Uh, yeah, exactly, where there were no cell phones or whatever it is, or you took a bus. I remember myself, my own journey, when I learned in Israel, you know, sitting on a bus and actually looking out the window and thinking about life. And Hashem gave us, Hashem gave us time, or, or let me say it, sorry to say it, um, sorry to be so, um, uh, uh, maybe to talk like this, but I used to be a guy, you could, at least in the bathroom, right? At least you have time to, to think, time to sit alone, right? But nowadays, right, the distraction, and the distraction, it's not so much, as I've said many times, it's not so much, oh, the problem is the cell phone. The problem is, right, it's not even a cell phone. The problem is the entertainment system. That's not so much the problem as what it does is, is it steals and robs a person from his ability, from one's ability to really think and to process, to, process, to have his boninus, to, to be misboning, right? As the Mitzvah Sharm starts off, as we said last time in Shir, uh, quoting the beginning, is, I heard over, I think, B'Shem, Reb Chatzkul, uh, that he said, what's the difference between sheyizbarer v'yizamets? What's the difference between birer and emes? To clarify and to come to the truth. So one is that you know it in your mind, and the other one is that it's in your heart. And the distance, it's actually great timing, because mishenichnas adar marmbesimcha, adar is the time of mechias amalek. Adar is a time that we get rid of amalek. And it's brought down that, what is amalek? Amalek is Malashan. Oh, I'll take it here. Thank you very much. Amalek, Amalek is. Thank you. Amalek is, is, um, is the is is, is Malashan, Thank you. I got it. Is Malashan Malika? Malika means to to sever, right? Malika is what they did in the base of Migdash to the carbon the carbon of a bird, where the Kohen uh, would grow his uh, would have a long nail and he would he would flick it off. With his, with his thumb. That's malika. Malika is severing your head, the head off. It's shkita. I mean, they say that a malik is a, is a, is a, is a, um, is a, I don't know what the word, a coward. Why is a malik a coward? Because malika is different than shkita. Shkita is done from the front. Oh, shalom aleichem. 
Shechita is done from the front. Malika is done from the back. So Amalek, right, from the back of the head. Shechita is done from the front of the head. So they say Amalek is a coward. Why? Because Amalek severs the enemy, severs our head from the back. From the back, because they're cowards. A coward kills from the back, not from the front. So they say that Amalek is avodis to separate from someone's head to his heart. You can know, I know, I know what, what, I know what life is about. If anybody asks someone, are you going to die? Everybody knows they're going to die. Everybody knows they're going to die. Everybody knows that there's a God. Everybody knows there's a Hashem. Everybody knows the most important relationship in the world is your family. Everybody knows the most important thing in life is Torah, Ruchnias, Hashem. Everybody knows that. But what? There's a big, big separation between your head and your heart. That's Amalek. That's why it's good to talk about it now as Adar, as we've begun the avoda of getting rid of Amalek. That's what Purim, all of Purim is about Haman, Mechias Amalek, getting rid of Amalek. What does that mean, getting rid of Amalek? As Rebul Hanan says nowadays, what does that mean, getting rid of Amalek? Where is Amalek? Okay, you could say Hamas, you could say the terrorists, people who kill the Jews, they are Amalek. We're not going out and killing, right? Nobody here, I mean, we do have soldiers here um, in the yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, but nobody here in the base Medrash right now is going out to kill Amalek. The Amalek is the Amalek within Rebel Khanan Wasserman, Hashem Yikoim Damov. He was actually murdered by Amalek, right? So he uh, said over that we, our avoda in our generation is to find the Amalek from within ourselves. And what is that Amalek from in ourselves? Is the distraction. Is the fact that I don't have time to separate and to go ahead and say, okay, uh, let me process, let me think, let me be misboning, let me, let me be misbarer vias amits, I don't want to think and process and say, why am I here in this world? Why did I come to yeshiva? What is Purim about? What is Pesach about? What am I here? What am I, someone, I was speaking to someone uh, yesterday and they were saying, yeah, uh, they're, they're not sure what they're doing, what, where they're going. Um, after Pesach or next year or what they're doing. And I said, well, why did you come to yeshiva to begin with? Right? Why are you here in yeshiva to begin with? Right? Why did you come? Or did you accomplish the goals that you made out to accomplish? If the answer is yes, then great, make new goals. But a lot of the problem occurs to a person is that we're distracted and then we're just in the moment and then we're impulsive and then we make decisions based on the current situation. We don't go back and say, okay, let me process why am I, why am I, right, that's the way a person, before you wake up tomorrow morning, okay, now it's already, I mean, you could still, still have time, but you can't really prepare for this morning anymore, the morning is here, you prepare for the morning at night, that's why I always say, that's why I always say zero, 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 I think I made that up last year, right, that 12 o'clock is zero, 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 that's when your day starts, it's right now nine hours, ten hours into the day already. When does your day start? Your day starts the night before. Why? Because you have to prepare for, for your day. You have to say, what do I want to accomplish today? What do I want to do today? What do I want to accomplish this week? What do I want to accomplish this month? And that comes from process. That comes from thinking about life and, and, and having that drip into your heart to drip into your heart that you start living. 
You start living the way you think. If you could actually live what you think, if a person would realize, okay, I'm going to die one day, if a person realizes that his time is limited, that, the, that basically this year, I don't want to say this year is over, because obviously you have after Pesach, but the whole winter's man is done already. So you say, I would have, I should have, I could have, I wish I would have. You go back on the plane, you'll be either depressed, or you'll be happy, or you'll be in denial, right? Take a drink before, or, or you know, do whatever you got to do to be in denial and to take away you know, the uncomfortable pain or the uncomfortable things. That's, that's distracting oneself as opposed to processing and saying, okay, what was my goals of being in yeshiva this year? Can I still accomplish my goals? Why did I come here? Why did I come to this yeshiva? Why did I, what, what am I doing in this world? What am I doing in this world? To say what am I doing in this planet in general is a massive question that we all want to ask. What am I doing in this planet? To answer that question, you're probably not going to get that answer to the question because that's already very, very spiritual and very heavy to say why you were put down in this world. But we could start by saying, why, why am I here in this yeshiva? Why did I go to yeshiva? Why am I a Jew? What, is, what does it mean to be a Jew? What does it mean to learn Torah? Why do I daven? Why do I learn? What's it all about? But when we're distracted, so we don't even get a chance, we don't even get a chance to think about these things uh, because we're pulled away. And that is the Atzas HaYetzirah. That's the main avod of the Yetzirah. And the more a person can keep, that's why one of my favorite uh, lines that I'd like to hear from everybody else, that's why one of my favorite lines is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing because that's the biggest problem that people have. What is right? I was speaking to, uh, to uh, uh, see Menachem, I can't even go one... Right, Menachem Barkani at Tzaddik, I was, I was speaking to, right, right? So Menachem, just to tell you about, I just want to talk a little bit about how to learn Gemara, and you can learn already by, uh, you can ask Menachem uh, how to learn Gemara, because a lot of people don't know how to learn Gemara, and they get confused how to learn Gemara. Uh, one of the things I know, me and Rabbi Tawil were part of a Chabura many, many years ago, right? And what was it about? What was basically the Avoda to do? It's something called shaklavataria. What does that mean? It means you basically just learn simple shot of what the Gemara's question is, what the Gemara's answer is. Keep it very, very, very simple and basic. Now, why am I mentioning that to Menachem? Because Menachem is, Emir Tashem, going to be a big Tamachachem. Because Menachem already knows how to do this. Menachem already knows how to do shaklavataria. And he knows how to learn. He knows how to think. People don't, people underestimate, people underestimate the fact that Hashem gave you a seichel, He gave you a brain, and what you're supposed to do with your brain is you're supposed to use your brain. What happens is we get brainwashed by other things, and people say, oh, the media said this, and I saw this on TikTok, or I saw this on Twitter, I don't know, all the formats, and I saw this on this forum, and I saw this on that forum, and then you get brainwashed, and you don't even get to think for yourself. And what happens is when you don't think for yourself, when you don't think for yourself, so you have no self. You really have no self because you're not in control of anything. And people are, right, like Menachem. Menachem drove me, Baruch Hashem. I was blessed. I don't know if Menachem drove me, but the Tesla drove me, right? So like we said last time, right, the car, the, nowadays you don't even drive your life anymore. Someone else is driving your life. So it's like that with thinking as well. It's like that with thinking as well. How much, 
How much power do you have over your thoughts? So I went back to what I was saying with Menachem. So we were talking yesterday about Menachem becoming a very, a very chashavet hamachacham and learning how to learn bi'in more and go into mafarshim and really delve more and more. And I said, just keep true to the simple things. What happens is we, get, we forget about it. That's what happens. But if you always remind yourself to get back to the basics, whenever anyone's learning Gemara, you're learning Chumash, you're learning anything, you get back to the basics. What does the Pasuk say? What does the Gemara say? What does this line say? What is the way things are supposed to be? What, how, what makes sense to me? And then you build from that, then you have a basis. But what happens is we get, we get lost because the Yitzhahara doesn't want us to think like this. The Yitzhahara doesn't want us to ask these questions. The Yitzhahara doesn't want us to spend time alone. The Yitzhahara wants us just to be distracted because if, if I'm distracted, then I will, there's no way. It's like dead fish go with the flow. Dead fish go with the flow. So the flow is, the flow is, you're not going to remember what life is about. The flow is, I'm going to get distracted. Right? Why are you following the crowd? I love that line. Why are you following the crowd? This is from Yitzhi Grunwald told us to me. Why are you following the crowd when the crowd is lost? Right? What does that mean? What that means is, is that the flow of the world and the flow of your friends and the flow of things is going to be one way. Unless you're going to... Now, of course, the goal is not to be rebellious, to go against. That's not the goal. But the goal is you must spend time. You must spend time thinking about your life. Because if you don't spend time thinking about your life, you must spend time thinking about why you're here on this world, why you're here in yeshiva, why am I learning, why am I davening. Why, if you don't think about that, you will not know the answer. And if you don't remind yourself every day, as we have on the profile of the quote chat, is that motivation doesn't last. Clarity in life doesn't last. last. Gratitude doesn't last. Nothing lasts. Neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Because if you daily, as I spoke to someone yesterday, that I said, Modeani, you wake up in the morning, and the first thing you do in the morning is, what do you do? Modeani lefanecha. Thank you. That's the first thing. You don't even say the word ani. You don't say the word ani. You start off by saying thank you. I left a message for my wife this morning. I try and do it every morning. I don't do it as much as I... It really came from, from uh, Yitzi Weinstein, from Yehuda Weinstein's brother. I did this about four years ago. I used to do this. We used to leave messages for each other in the morning. And I try and do it to my wife every morning. Try and do it. That's one of the benefits of having WhatsApp. Leave a message. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for being a wonderful person. Whatever, whatever message you leave, leave that for your mother. Leave that for, for whoever it is to have grant every day. Every day you do that, that's how you build your relationship. Imagine leaving a message. Someone once told me he has a, he has a, a message for, 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 really, one of the guys in yeshiva told me he has, I don't know how you do it, but he has a, a message to leave for Hashem. He has a Hashem thing that he leaves, that he writes him messages, he leaves him messages. I was like, that's incredible. That's incredible. Okay, I'm going to make a bracha, and then I'd love to hear from all of you. Okay, question, comments, please. Yes, sure. <laughs> all very clear, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Kobe Bryant said, Ooh. my mind when I go to sleep is already planning what the next day is going to be. Correct. So we see, even the greats take Rabbi Correct. advice. Correct. So Kobe Bryant, right, may he rest in peace. Right? And, 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 and again, and I say this in a very positive way, I love basketball, we love basketball, we love Kobe Bryant, whether you liked him or not, whatever, you know what I'm saying, right? But bottom line is, he's talking about basketball. He's playing basketball, great. At the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, like the story they asked from Chaim Kanievsky, could you play basketball on Shabbos? So he said, play basketball on Shabbos, how do you play basketball? So they're like, he didn't know how you play basketball. He's like, you take a ball and you put it in the basket. So he's like, so why couldn't they do that before Shabbos? Right, but anyway, what's the point? The point is, the point is, okay, you're talking about basketball. So here you're talking about great, and you could look that up on YouTube, all the motivational speakers. What do they speak about, Ben C? Where are all the motivation? I know, I know Ben C watches these things, listens to the about. What are they talking about? Talking about making money. Get out of bed. Get out of bed. Go do it. And it's great. And it's but what are they getting out of bed? Anu Amelim. Behem Amelim. So what happens? The Sahara makes a Jew. He makes all of us. People tell me, oh, when I'm in yeshiva, I sleep all day. When I go to work, when I go to work, I can get up early in the morning. So I say, the answer is push it. The Sahara doesn't mind if you're going to make more money. What does he care if you get up for work? So of course you're going to get up and jump out of bed. Besides the natural motivation to make money. But of course, where's the Sahara when it comes, oh, when it comes to a shear, when it comes to waking up in the morning for shachris, it comes to starting your day, to serve Hashem, there the Sahara says, uh-uh-uh, you ain't doing that. You want to go to the mountains and work in the country and work for 17 hours a day, making 50, you know, whatever you're making, your cash, oh yeah, you'll be out of bed, everybody will be out of bed, you'll be motivated, motivated. When it comes to learning, of course, that's why the first uh, sif in the Shulchan Aruch is his Skaber Kari. Skaber at the Rebellion Lapian said that that's why he jumps out of bed in the morning. He jumps out of bed in the morning. Why? Because he says after 120, he said when he's 80 years old, 70 years old, he's jumping out of bed like, like a, he says, what are, you, what are you going so crazy? He says, I don't want to get the first thing wrong on my test after 120, because that's the first question they're going to ask you, the first, the first halacha, to get out of bed. But as Shu is saying, Kobe Bryant's playing basketball. He's planning. What's he planning already? He's planning how I'm going to, you know, you know do the triangle offense, whatever. If they did that in, in California also, they did that in, uh, anyone know? Yeah, yeah? Right. Phil Jackson, yeah. Yeah, 11 rings. Great book to read. Anyway, side point. Oh, I don't remember. Yes, Ben. Um, I just had a question. Uh, yeah, please, please. Ben Rappaport. Ben Rappaport. Ben Rappaport is from the founders of the yeshiva. Ben, welcome back, Ben. From the founders of the yeshiva. Up, up in the, uh, up the little, the little whatever. Yeah. He was in caravan number three. For anyone who wants to know, in the, in the, in the left side. Right, correct? Kibi and Sim. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was having a conversation with a guy not too long ago. We were choosing and basically brought up a pretty good question. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to hear Rabbi's insight on it. Yeah. Um, he basically mentioned that the question was like this. Yes. I feel myself growing. I feel like I'm doing you know, all the right things. I feel like right. I'm growing in a very powerful way. But right. 
how do I know, you know, we and Christians believe on doing our own thing and not just following everyone else in the right. sense and, you know, really right. doing authentic real growth is through yourself and your own decisions. Right. Now, how do I know if I'm taking it to an extreme? <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. So I just wanted to hear everybody's insight on that. Right. I've never, I haven't witnessed anyone yet take anything to the extreme so much in this yeshiva. I think we're pretty well balanced. I can't wait till the guy gets like burnt out from learning too much or being too honest with himself. I think I'm not so worried about that. I've never, I have not seen yet uh, that much extremism in this yeshiva. Maybe one day we'll get there. But uh, I, I haven't noticed any extreme, um, you know, extreme. I think extreme is good in a certain way because then you, you have to bounce back to the, to the other way. Yeah, is that is that okay? So I don't I don't think our problem is extreme, because because you have to be really committed, right? You have to be really 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 committed, right? Maybe someone like Yudi Rosenblum, right? Yudi, I don't know if you guys know Yudi over here. Yudi, Yudi, maybe Yudi, Yudi. I tell Yudi to go on vacation and to chill out because he works like a he works like a horse and he works hard on himself. He's been through a lot in his life. And he works, but he's a yachid. There aren't so many. Menachem still, we've got to chill you out. Menachem's okay, right? There are, there are some yachidim, yes, Ben. But I'm not worried about the balance of this yeshiva. I think this yeshiva, the default of this yeshiva is, is balance. Uh, maybe we'll grow and we'll, we'll, we'll have, you know, that'll be a bigger problem. But for now, I'm not so worried about people being extreme. I'm more worried, not worried. I think that we have to work on really being committed to what we believe in and being honest with ourselves and being true to ourselves. That's what I, that's what I experience. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Okay, anyone else as we'll start a halacha? We have a few more minutes. Ah, oh, Rafael, yes. Small correction, though, how I heard the story of uh, Rabbi Yalupu does is that yeah. he used to dominate Shiva at 7 or 7.30 right. and wake up from the shakar. Uh-huh. So they asked him, uh-huh. why are you doing that? Uh, they said it doesn't want to uh-huh. be perceived. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. 
you want to be in the world, that you want to see in the world. Exactly. That, that Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. Amazing. And I love that. Thank you for your openness and sharing your personal journey. I think that, I think that you know, we underestimate what Rafil is saying. We underestimate the change that we can be in the world. We underestimate what we can do. You know, the Yetzirah also wants us to try and fix the outside and wants us to fix, uh, you know, everybody else as we're gonna, as we're going to uh, learn a halachan in Lashon Hara. That's why people talk Lashon Hara. The reason people talk Lashon Hara is because they're in, in other people's business. They're in other people's business. They want to fix uh, their friend. They want to fix their mother. They want to fix their father. They want to fix everybody else. And they're focused on the wrong person to try and fix. They're focused on the wrong person. And we underestimate the power of one person, what one person can do for the world. And the greatest thing you could do for the world, the greatest thing you could do for the world is, and this is why it's so hard, is be you. That's the greatest thing you can do. You know why? Because Hashem made you to be you. That's what he put you on this planet to be. That's why it's so difficult for people to be themselves because that's the tachlis, that's the purpose, is be you. And everyone's busy copying somebody else when that's, that's why we don't feel good about ourselves because Hashem wants us just to be us. We were put in this world just to be me. And what happens is we're put in this um, you know, system or we're put in the classroom or put in a situation, and we're not able to thrive and to be me, and to work on yourself, and to know who you are, you, who you are, ma in your world. And with that, I'll just learn one halacha in, in Lashon Hara, and then we'll, we'll wrap up for today. Lashon Hara is regardless of the form. I'm reading from chapter 5, just because I opened to it, Shua, this must be where you're up to, page 87, in um, Learn Hilchas Lashon Hara in just three minutes a day. Lashon Hara is prohibited regardless of the form of the communication. All methods of transferring information included writing letters. Nowadays it's very dangerous because you have a WhatsApp group and you can reach a lot of people with a WhatsApp and you can go ahead and say Lashon Hara publicly to hundreds of people in one shot, right? Typing emails, you could send an email sending text messengers, messages, etc. The advancement of technology has its benefits, but one needs to be a, aware of its drawbacks. One of these is that communication is much quicker and easier than ever before. And there's also something, right? It used to be if you wanted to tell someone something, you'd be able to calm down, you have to wait till you see them in person, have a conversation. Right now you get upset, you send them a message immediately, that doesn't have, that's not always a, a good thing. It's good to be at a Take it slow. Effortless communication means that Lashonara can be transgressed before one even realizes that he or she has communicated it. In addition, technology has enabled messages to be delivered to many thousands of people at the press of a button. Very, very dangerous. So let us be careful, right? That's one of the things we speak about. When you look for a review, right? Reviews online for kosher restaurants are 100% Lashonara. Reviews online for, for, yeah, pretty crazy, right? Pure, pure Lashon Hara, what? What's Latoelis? You're angry that you didn't have a good meal. Where's Latoelis? Nah, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, no one's writing the reviews 
He's, no one writes a review to protect the other guy. They're writing the review because they're angry at the, at the person or the hotel or whatever it is. It's very, very dangerous. Yeah, Joel, let's hear. Very dangerous. Reviews are very, very dangerous. It could destroy. Now, again, if it's a, it's a, it's a non-Jewish company, yes. Like the mouth and to say it's great. Great. Yes, it's so you can tell them. So great. So there are five, a hundred percent. There are five. There are five rules of Toelis, and I'll just name one of them. And if you can get past this one, then we could talk about the other four. The number one of them is you're not upset about it, and you don't hold a grudge. So you're not sending him because you're upset about the chicken. Now, if you're not upset about the chicken, then we have what to talk about. Because anyone, naturally, when they go to a restaurant and they're not served and they don't like the food, they're upset and they want to say, oh, that restaurant stinks. You want to have a conversation, a wonderful restaurant. I personally had this experience. It could be right there. Oh, Robbie Berg, perfect time for his uh, pizza shop story, right? His pizza shop story that I say to many, 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 many people. You want to say it so I don't, uh, why should I say B'Shem Oymer if you're here? A very wealthy, financially wealthy, that's what we say. Yeah. You like that one, Zach. There was a pizza shop that you went to. Yes, but the point is, yes, thank you, Rabbi Berg, thank you, Rabbi Berg, and thank you, and thank you, Joel and Menachem, you are 100% right, meaning, yes, there are conditions of toelis. One of them is, there's no, there are no bad feelings, so I don't think, I think most people can't even get past that. Then you can't exaggerate, that's another one. There aren't other ways to tell the person to go to another restaurant. There are many, many ways. And yeah, and the natural thing is, when you go to a restaurant and you buy something, and of course I'm a king, so they have to serve me in the restaurant, and I have to have everything perfect. If I have raw chicken, shame on them, and I don't want to, you know, we get angry. That's what happens. That's the natural feeling, but that causes Lashon Hara. Yes? Good, good. Yes? That what? Right. So what... Right, so that's a dangerous, so first of all, it's a dangerous question, right, because that's avak Lashon Hara. You could set up somebody for Lashon Hara. You could say, is there, a, is there a restaurant that you recommend, as opposed to, is this a good, re you know, it's all in the setup, it's all in who you're talking to. How's this restaurant? Oh, it stinks. How's that? Oh, this is the best. How about I recommend, I think you would enjoy this restaurant, right? A great, delicious shawarma at Halo Teman. You're going to go ahead and say, oh, Halo Teman has much better shawarma than X store that could be entering Lashon Hara. Yes? Let's say I got sick, then 
right, right, correct. Again, you're 100% you're right. If you got, first of all, I don't know how many times people get sick from restaurants, but I'm saying correct. If somebody, and, and at the restaurant on purpose, poisoned the person to get sick, and then you're going to get the person back for getting me sick, as opposed to saying, listen, I, I don't know, maybe it was something else that I ate, or, you know, there are other ways of communicating it. Right. Oh, so again, if you're going to say, don't go to that hotel, the hotel stinks, there was a cockroach, that would be Lushnar. If you want to say, I want you to know, a great hotel, this and that, we happen to, you know, maybe check it out, maybe, or how about this? Um, you know, I, I, there's a, another hotel, and you, you make it in a way. We could talk about Toelis. It's a whole massive conversation. But it's like, but it's like the Nish Shabbos Garret. You've heard that one? You're not allowed to talk about something on Shabbos, right? So people say Nish Shabbos Garret, and they start talking about it on the Shabbos. So people think if you use the words Litoelis, that means that, uh, oh, the restaurant stinks. Litoelis. Now it's Mutter. No. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. Hashem should help all of us. We show up. Beautiful. Thank you. Shimmy, I like your question, guys. Great questions. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha to, to get rid of our Amalek within us, as Rav Hillel inspired us to say, is that the Amalek within you is the only one you could ultimately destroy and, and tame, hopefully. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha. And for Ben, here you go, Ben. Amalek, of course, wants us, as Amalek is the king, Yetzirah, wants us all to be, to be sad about our past and to be sad, sad about what I've done, even though five minutes ago, Ben, is further away than a million years from now. Five minutes ago is, a, is further away than a million years from now. So you can't do anything about five minutes ago. And your future, everyone wants to live a new and build a new future. The best thing you can do for your future, the best thing you could do for your future is have a great today. So either way you slice it, yeah, Ben, I'll let you say it, Ben. Have, have a great first day of the rest of your life. Shkoch, everybody.